What's going on everyone? Sam here with the wine ride on my way home. It's a little gloomy today. Looks like it might rain, uh, which, you know, kind of fits what I want to talk about today, which is probably the biggest news story in the U.S. wine business in, in at least recent history, uh, which is the importing tax of 25% on imported wines uh, with a real focus on French wine. Um, obviously, we're one of the biggest importers of wine in the world, uh, but this 25% ta- tax, I want to go over how it affects you as the consumer, how it affects uh, the producers that we've known to love over the years, and also how it affects being in the wine business and, and trying to get you uh, wines that we love and, and to be able to support the small producers uh, that we've, we've learned to love over you know our careers. So uh, first I want to talk about is the, uh, the producers themselves. So we talk about two different types of producers, I feel like, in the world. There's the very large branded producers, the everyday names that you recognize from all over the world, um, and then there's what they call the garagiste or the, the cult or the small producers, the family, the mom-and-pop-run wineries um, that are also prolific you know, in, in almost every country and every region in the world. If you think that the largely branded wines that you can name from France, the Vouve Cocos, the Moet Chandons, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the Louis Jadot's, that these guys that make an insane amount of wine are going to now raise all their prices 25%, um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> It is a benefit for them, not because of the tariff. It's not a a monetary benefit for them as in the tariff affecting the fact that they're going to have to pay 25% on everything that they import. But it's a benefit for them that nobody else around them in the smaller productions can afford to hold their price point. These big branded wines are going to be able to eat this 25% as long as it lasts and then keep the price point that they have on the shelf. Why is that important? Because everybody around them is going to be changing. When you're selling a wine at $45 and you don't have to change while all the small productions, the, you know, uh, the Colt Bordeaux or the, the, the mom and pop Burgundies and all those things all have to raise their price on a forced tax. It's a misrepresentation of the wine. And because of that, it's an unfair advantage for the big branded companies to be able to hold the price point that they do. They are going to take a hit. They're going to take, you know, they're going to pay the 25%. But these guys make so much money that in the long run, they'll lose more money by raising their prices because people will stop buying them. And then what ends up happening is the quality gets messed up. When when you normally spend $100 on a bottle of wine, really the quality is now going to be less. If you spend $100 on a bottle of wine, you're now going to have to spend $125. And this is something that's forced on uh, by a person who knows nothing about the wine business. Um, I'm not going to get political about everything else, but specifically about wine. There's statements being said that why do we have to import wine when we make amazing wine here? 
the wines that are imported are completely different style wines. Yes, we have Napa Valley. Yes, we have Oregon. Yes, we have Washington. We have amazing wines of California. We have great wines being made in a lot of places. But to say that, you know, to blanket that, to make it seem like wine is just a word and wine is just a style drink is crazy. I mean, there's specific styles coming from these different countries that want to be here. These, you know, 400 case productions of specific, you know, small villages in, in Burgundy and representing these wines. They're all now either going to have two, two things happen. They're either going to have to jump in a different price point, which kind of affects how their sales and how they're going to be represented, or they're just not going to come here. And all these guys that I love to work with and, and as, a, as a, a retailer and want to bring to my clients and bring cool stories in and support these very amazing wineries, it's going to be harder for me to get these wines into people's hands because the people that normally can buy them won't be buying them anymore. And, and that's super unfortunate. Uh, especially for the, especially for me and, and especially for the consumer as well. I'm sure if I talk to a lot of my friends in the wine business that are really into their family run, uh, you know, their, their close, you know, uh, favorite wineries that they have relationships with and they support and they do wine dinners and these tastings and all these things with these guys, everything changes a little bit here and everything gets a little bit more difficult to get that wine to the person's hand, uh, because they might not be willing to pay the extra money or, um, you know, they just don't think the wine is worth the price that they're paying. And it's just this weird limbo that's going to end up happening in that world. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to talk about that real quick. Um, even in the, in the affordable wines, I see a lot of it, uh, kind of taking effect. Um, I think in the cheaper side of wines, a lot of that still, that branded wine is still going to stay strong while, you know, in that 15 to $20 price point, unfortunately you're going to get nailed with, uh, some wines that might not hold up to that price. And, um, you know, it's a little un, un, unfair to, to loop everything together like that. Um, so yeah, if you guys have any questions about the tariffs, please, my Sam, you know, the Sam O'Man, S-A-M-M-O-M-A-N on Twitter and Instagram is always open. Ask me questions. Let me know what you guys think about the tariffs. I mean, I love to hear what other people sound, you know, hear about or uh, talk about this. I'd love to hear other people in the industry and where they see it going because this is um, a lot bigger. And and I think because we work in a very small world in our industry and we're very close, everyone kind of knows each other uh, here and there uh, around this around this industry. Um, It's a big deal and it's a big change that's coming our way. And it and it's and it's to me, it's unfortunate and, and almost unfair uh, for the people outside of what we do to not consult with us to find something better. Uh, or not me specifically, but maybe some people and, and an, an advisor board or something of that nature. So yeah, shoot me some questions, Sam O'Man. Uh, share the podcast, get the people out there. I'm working on maybe a couple guests for the ride. Um, maybe get them on, on, on the show and just chat about stuff. I think it'll be fun. Talk to you guys soon.